Welcome to another episode of HFL Live. That is the Hideaway Fantasy League Live, hosted Live. by No Sports. That is me, Brian, and of course with me as always is my co-host and the co-commissioner of this fantastic league that we play in. Yeah, me, Joel. <laughs> That's me. Hello. Yeah, Good to see and, you guys again. And we are uh, back in the saddle again. Yeah, and uh, as always, a big huge shout out at the top of uh, the show to our sponsors. First and foremost, our home and namesake uh, league home and primary spot. I would say primary sponsor. They they host us, which is a pretty big uh, nice. sponsor thing for them Although to do. Be doing it at um, our house. The Hideaway Den and Arcade. A Hideaway Den and Arcade, first sponsor. Second sponsor, Top Hat Tuxedos of Mandeville. And, of course, Aquista Paces Wine and Cheese of Mandeville. Give them a checkout on social media, but more importantly, give them a checkout in person if you have the chance. Uh, there are some great sponsors who have been very kind to us and given us some great prizes for our league. But if you've been paying attention and listening, you already know that. Um, we've gone over the prizes. They're fantastic. Cigars, um, tumblers. Gift uh, cards, gift socks, a bunch of stuff. But yeah, gift cards, a bunch of stuff. And there's like a secret hidden prize, I believe. Yeah, and uh, this is of course the show about the bar fantasy league run here. Um, so before we talk about the the league itself, how, how are you? I'm happy. You I'm good? good to be here. I uh, you know, I, I don't know if the camera saw my lovely son, so I'm you know dadding it. Yep, dad and here. Love being a dad. Dads are dads are cool. Yep. Uh, point of information: Hideaway Denon Arcade is family friendly until 8 p.m. when it's open. Yeah. So bring your kid because there's a bunch of cool things that kids kids can do. Yeah, they have a good time. Yeah. He's drawing right now. He's having a blast. So yeah, yeah. how are you, man? You happy to um, be here? I'm I'm happy to be here. Of course, uh, I've had kind of a, a rough week. Is just a general uh, fan of local sports. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know, it's just it's it's been you know unfortunate. More downs uh, like, um, so if you might notice, I'll go ahead and address the elephant in the room. My voice is a little uh, squeaky today, so you might hear me crack a little bit. You might uh, might you're definitely gonna notice it back at to certain pre-puberty. points. Back to pre-puberty. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, but I guess that is a result of the Pelicans primarily. <laughs> okay. I went to a game, um, and I've had a great time, and the next day I regretted it, and then of course shortly thereafter it was announced Zion was not going to probably be playing any time in the near future, so I've just been screaming since Wednesday. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so my throat's I, a little shot. I'll be honest, I've been on the, the, he should just sit for the season train. Uh, I said it like two months ago, I was like, just let him sit the year. Yeah. Let's just get a good pick. <sighs> Let him sit the year. The, we it, could make the play in, so it's unfortunate that I, you know what, I, I've, I've spent enough time on the Pelicans. So let's, I'll, I'll focus. This is a fantasy but, football, but podcast. yeah, just just point of view, the the local, my fandom of being a fan of local sports has caused me to lose my voice, which is great for a podcast. Great pain lately. In great Louisiana. podcast. Um, but on a more closer to home note, how's your fantasy world going? Uh, I know we're going to talk about this, but you're in another league. How's that going? Uh, that's a nightmare of nightmares. Oh, but I'm sorry, that's okay. Brother. It is what it is. Um, I ended up having to. I had Najee Harris, which was great for me. Uh, yeah, but he's he been balling. had Dalvin Cook. So oh, he, yeah. Uh, Fresh Jonathan, Dalvin Cook. It's not that that's really the worst part of it. In reality, uh, my buddy who might actually end up be watching this podcast right now, Richard, Ooh. beat me in that last week, which pre- I, I lost. So I went down a third uh, in the positioning. Therefore, I am not going to have the bye this week when their playoffs start, when there's uh, teams on bye. Yeah. So I had to patchwork a team, with, and I have Jonathan Taylor on bye and Jalen Waddle on bye. They are two of my top five scores. Uh, so that has been really rough. Uh, but fortunately, I have the Dallas D. And they're putting up a lot of yeah. a lot of work. 
They got um, an interception already today. You know, like um, Russell Gage. Hopefully, we'll start to do some something. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I've, I've rode Matt Stafford all year. My team name is Stafford Infection, and I love Matt Stafford. <laughs> and, <laughs> I love that team name. <laughs> Thank you. That is a great team and, name. Uh, and yes, so here we are. Here we are. But this so, league, are you? You're on the fringe of play. Like you need to win I'm this in. game. I'm in the playoffs. This is the first week of the playoffs right now happening. Oh, this is the playoffs this is the first week. But all those teams, okay. all those players I have are on by. So I had to like pick up and kind of like fill some holes. I'm running like a two tight end. Oh set, yeah, yeah. We we, we talked about that doing. last week. Um, and yeah, but we're we're trying to see if I could pull out. If I could pull it out this week. Then you know. Then obviously I will move on and have my team that I feel comfortable with in an actual playoff format. How, uh, how are, you, are you looking? I know. Um, so a point of information again. Uh, we do our show at twelve thirty, middle of the games, um, or I guess the start of the twelve o'clock games. Usually we try. Um, so we usually recap last week, and we're kind of we, the show's labeled you know week fourteen, but we're kind of yeah. addressing week thirteen. So right now uh, we're a few minutes into week 14 for us how how are you looking for your other league are, uh, are you are you are you looking good so far we'll see okay it's a, we'll it's a see. hairy situation hairy situation, hairy situation. League, it's not a two it's not a two uh week playoff no, situation. okay no it's one and duns which i like i like Ugh. that that's, it started that's early though. Feel. it did start early but i do like the one and duns okay in this league i wanted to talk about something that was very important to me um that i beat magsty yeah i saw for that. you I saw uh, that. Which, if you just follow this podcast, this is the number one team in the league. Brian is one uh, loss behind them, which Brian represents the bar team. They do, like, you know, the bar votes and things like that. Well, happen. you know, whoever shows up, like, yeah, just, all yeah, three people who yeah. come but and, like, things, had a voice uh, in the, the, so the matter. That's just been really exciting to me because I yeah, beat the number one team. I'm still in third, you know, so I'm, I'm right behind you guys. I won't catch you, but I'm, yeah. I'm behind you. But you have an opportunity this week to yeah. take that number one seat. It's, it's close. Um, I. I want to say just one thing. Um, I am doing very well in all my other playoff, all my other leagues. As I've mentioned before, I'm in six leagues. I made it to the playoffs. I think it's going to be in all uh, five of them, and I'm questionable on the sixth. It really depends on what happens today. Okay. There's only one league that I'm not in the playoffs in, and I'm right on the fringe. So I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back. I had a really great fantasy season. Uh, but yeah, jumping into our league. You fucking killed it, man! I and I you, you you uh, took down the number one team in our league. Yes. Um, and you, because I won, we eat, our scores are even at ten and three. Uh, I have the highest points for by um, or no, they have the highest points for by. It looks like only th- less than 35, 40 points here. Yep. So you know, depending on today, I could squeak in. Like if I outperform them by uh, 30, 40 points, or. Here's a, here's a scenario. Or the worst team in the league could have her day of days. Oh Today could God. be the day Millie gets a second win of the season against the number one team and just upsets oh, man. Maxie. And then all the walls will come crumbling down for your projections from it to be real that they are actually going to implode oh right God. here at the end. Do you know how happy – but here's the situation. Again, we're in the middle of week 14. It's all up in the air right now. That is very close between Fozzie Bear and Magsy right now. Their projections are neck and neck, three points. That's a kick. Ah. Not even going to acknowledge that differential. Ah. Problem, though, is uh, I'm playing uh, the Boner Thumbs, and I'm looking good right now, but, you know, that's another bottom league team that could be looking to make a um, over there. an end-of-the-season stab yeah. at screwing people ah. over. Which so, is why you should always play. Yeah. Because I, that stuff's fun. Yeah, and I, 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 like, I don't want to harp on other leagues, but um, the only league I didn't, again, this league that I didn't make the playoffs in, it was an auto-drafted league, and several people checked out. Uh, okay. I've been playing very hard 
building off this team that auto-drafted Ronald Jones as like my RB1. <laughs> and I've been working very hard to clean that mess up and to be on the fringe of the playoffs and ha- have that opportunity kind of squandered by other people. But at the other side, flip side of that, I guess, you know, if they'd have tried, that could have bumped yes. me even farther out. So I'm not going to be too upset. But regardless, I want people to play. I want you to care. Please care. Especially it's fun on, if you care. Especially on the weeks where it matters to me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting week. Um, but regardless of win or lose, regardless of who gets that first week by in our division, because that's really all we're kind of talking relevant to right now is our division, um, you, me, and the number one team in the league. We yes. all just happen to be in the same division. We all just happen to be in the same division. Which has been great. Which is great. Um, I'm not going to complain. Um, well, on the other division, I'm sad. Yeah, so that's kind of what um, – so I, I, we're going to talk about like what's going on with um, coming up, but let, let's do a quick wrap up on last week here, um, just to do our obligations of fo- letting the people know what happened, right? So uh, you won, you beat Magsy, you opened the door uh, for me to potentially slip into the number one spot. Uh, part of that would be I had to win, so I beat Trollo. Yeah. Who was also uh, was vying for a spot? A win against me could have kept him in that. You would have had to have lost two. Yeah, um, there's a lot of things but right there. But he was kind of he's kind of like the Washington football team. You're just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Saints. <laughs> we'll, we'll go ahead and keep it local. They're kind of the Saints. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was a uh, it wasn't a necessarily close game. But Drollo uh, did put up good points. I'm just steamrolling here at the end of the season. Uh, I had 165 to his basically 120. Um, my team did – they did great. George Kittle finally showed up and um, delivered on that trade that we made, the blockbuster trade at the beginning of the season that got me George Kittle. It is now paying off. He put up nearly 40 points, and uh, I would say won me outright the game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What's up, Channing? How's your drawing? Dude, what is that? It's me in He's going to make Uncharted 5. you are all into Uncharted 5, huh, man? Yeah. (laughs) That's a good one, though. I like it, buddy. It's getting good. That's good good art, man. Yeah, dude. Maybe you should make a comic book. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Ooh, dude. Yeah, what's he saying? Ooh. Um, But, yeah, sorry about that. It's a quick quick, uh, quick, uh, dad Dad life break. Dad dad Um, life break. But, uh, yeah, so I had, I had a, a spectacular week in part specifically thanks to George Kittle. Everyone else on my team did great. T. Higgins had a great game. Um, but everyone else kind of hit about what they did. I would hope they would. Uh, Cordero kind of let me down a little bit, and so did Josh Allen. But, again, Kittle made up Josh for it. Josh Allen has been really upsetting me. Lately. It's been unfortunate recently. Uh, I guess when did they have their bye? Do you think there's, like, some science into, the, like, how early you have your bye now? Uh, I don't remember their bye, but I just need them to that be have been a while they're Buffalo. Ago. They're supposed to be the Super Bowl favorite. I will. I I rooted for them the past like two years. Like oh, I'm kind of in this Bills mafia. I want to jump off tables and elbow drop people and just be a part of this culture. Like yes, please, 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 please. Yeah. I want them to win. Like I want to watch that on TV and live vicariously through them because I just love it so much. So please get it together. Uh, yeah, I, the the Bills. They at the beginning of the season they were yeah. super fantasy relevant. Like anyone on that team would have been a, a spectacular a get. Um, I mean, Stefan Diggs has been, I mean, consistent, good, but like I thought he was going to be like significantly better, like potentially like the number one. Right? Yeah. Anyway, um, neither here nor there. I, I, I beat Drollo in this league uh, thanks to several key smart moves. I have Antonio Gibson on my flex position, which is a gl- great place for him. He did great there. 
Um, yeah, fantastic game as far as what Drollo did. Uh, Kenny Galladay really let him down on his team, as did Jared Cook. Um, I mean, but everyone else, Chris Godwin had a hell of a game. Josh Jacobs put up great numbers. Derek Carr is slightly disappointing. But that's just, I think, a general statement for uh, the Las Vegas Raiders this season in general. Uh, and then Devontae Freeman had a great game for him. Uh, but it just wasn't – it was a good game for him, but it just wasn't enough to you compete a game. with a good game from me, and I had a good game. Yes. Um, I played Magsty, who mm-hmm. had a bad game. They yeah, chose they a, uh, to start which, Dak Prescott. A bad game for Maxi is, is just as good as a good a, game for yeah, Daryl. because he, so. st- he scored 123 yeah. overall. I, yeah. I beat him 131 to 123, yeah. so not a lot of points. You know, that's only eight-point different. Um, which, had he started Tom Brady instead of Dak Prescott, I would have mm-hmm. So thank you for believing in the Cowboys. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I, wish I appreciate that. Also, he started Adrian Peterson, which is not a play I would have ever done. Like that I, was I, a questionable move. Um, um, I see that he didn't have a lot of options at running back, which will be why I told you in the beginning of the year, draft so many. Well, <laughs> and it's draft. I'm looking at me at the camera. Draft so many running backs. And they didn't do a terrible job of drafting. They had Derrick Henry and Kareem Hunt. I don't even know why Derrick Henry's taking up space on their bench anymore. I mean, he might come back. He might come back for the playoffs. I I, don't, I doubt it, but uh, Kareem Hunt's not a bad addition. And they had Melvin Gordon. I, I, and I'm not saying that their drafts was bad. I'm just saying that it got to the point yeah, they where they, yeah, they needed to stay on top of their running back like, situation. you got to look. Adrian Peterson is not a player you should pick up anymore. I love him. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's I mean, first ballot Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. I, don't pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't but do like, it. Just for example, like I picked up Miles Sanders recently. You know, the fact that I was able to scoop that, you know, potentially before. Now, granted, the waiver – Waiver priority, I'm sure, had, a, had something to play, especially when you're talking about, like, the two Top best dogs. teams. Yeah. But, uh, but, like, Cordero Patterson, like, I didn't have that guy at the beginning. I didn't draft him. Um, and Miles Sanders and Alex Collins, I picked them up just because I'm staying on top of it. I'm paying attention to when they're being activated and back on the team. Right. Um, so, like, you know, I, shame on Magsy. Um, they kind of slip in here. They're they slipping did. here at they're the slipping. end. Uh, but Great. it's okay. They got comfortable. They got their playoff spot. Right, it's true, and sometimes they can just turn it around. Yeah, so I, you know, good on them, good on them. Um, I'm gonna read my article because it's a short one. Uh, would you? Do you want to? You skip yours. I skip mine. Okay, I, it's fine. Yours is very short. Uh, Compared Lambs, to the last one, that was very Lambs long. of Goodell beats Drollo remains unbeaten in series. Lambs of Goodell defeated Drollo 165 to 119 for their second win in as many head-to-head matchups. Their overall record goes to 10 and three, while Drollo drops to four and nine. George Kittle racked up 181 yards, good God, and did the most damage this week, grabbing 39.6 points. After his phenomenal outing, Kittle has become a top 10 tight end of the year, averaging 14.89 points per game. That's why we made the trade for Kittle and Filler. We got a top 10 tight end. It was perfect. Since Kittle was the top point getter for Lambs of Goodell, it means a different player has led the team in each of the last four weeks. I've noticed that the NFL article makes a note of that, that it's just like very pumped that like each week you have a different highest scoring player. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, I'm not even going to bother to list out the like previous week's uh, highest scoring players for my team. I've had great players every week. Every week it seems like someone shows up. Love it. That's what you want from your fantasy team. Uh, in week 14, Lambs of Goodell will face the Boner Thumbs. Shout out to our bartender, Emily, and Drollo will Woo-hoo. square off against you. Me. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm looking pretty – as I said, I'm looking pretty good. You're, you're kind of tight right now, right? Yep. So, 
Oh no! My winning you t- Yeah, you skyrocketed up, brother. Fantastic. Before I don't know what really happened. Uh, we'll take a quick peek here, but it looks like Devante, Deontay Foreman, how, the Devante, yeah, Deonta Foreman. There you go. Yeah, he's doing work, and the Cowboys' defense popping off. Love it. Two sacks, one interception, one forced fumble, and a touchdown. Don't believe in that Cowboys' offense. You believe in that defense. Yeah. Um, they're going to have the defensive player of the year, in I think his name is Micah Parsons, and then they're going to have the defensive Diggs. rookie player there is yeah. in Diggs. It's good. Yeah, good they're grab. So good. If you were able to snatch up the Cowboys defense recently, congrats to you. Um, and if it's still available, holy shit, look into them, Also, brother. the other defense that I picked up that I called a couple weeks ago was the Kansas City Chiefs. They are also have 22 points with Kansas City up 28 nothing on Las Vegas right now. So, yeah. Yeah, way to way to take advantage of a mutilated mutilated team. I just take pay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like the the Raiders have been just but they have they have higher outside. waiver priority. <laughs> All right, so I don't want to speak too soon, but again, it looks like you and I are going to do good this week. Um, last Secure week, our playoffs. Last spots. week we did great. We uh, you you beat the best team in the league. I just racked up a win against one of the lower teams, but it, it a win put me in position to potentially take the number one seed. Right. Not that it matters. Anyway, our division is locked in for the playoffs. It is Maxi, me, and you. Congratulations you. Yeah, to us it. three. Um, we made it. Now, here's where things get interesting because uh, obviously none of us will be playing each other immediately in the first rounds of the playoffs. One of us Hopefully. will be getting a bye. Um, no. And, so uh, two doesn't play three in this one? Like we're I, gonna... I, th- I think it pairs it by the – I'd have to look, and it's confused me and wronged me before. <laughs> but um, I do believe that it yeah, it pairs up like from different divisions. If like, it goes in the way we're doing it now, then yes, I would play Chris and the other um, – And then I would play and McGillicott. And you'd play Seth. So, which uh, I'm a little bummed at the other division right now. Some of these guys got uh, – thank God they paid attention. Because it looks like um, public grocery loss prevention, Cody, uh, has yeah. just stopped playing, and that yeah. bumps me out. Um, it happens. I'm not. I'm. I'm going to shame him in my own way, but like, hmm. he's played he, Jalen Hurts two weeks in a row. Yeah. He started Camara last week, which all right. Like I kind of get that. Like he was said he was going to play, but his his bench ain't. But his bench is nothing. He's done no work to do anything with it. And then this week he started two people on by again. I was like, okay, so he's not even playing. And he's kind of yeah. – it's tight. Like, the, the, yeah, that's he, a tight and division. it's a shame because he, if he'd have played it – because, again, Miles Sanders, Cordero Patterson, like Alex Collins. He's got people you on You've got to go get those people, like, when they're coming up. And he would have had the perfect opportunity with his waiver priority to get it. So <sighs> it's a shame. Um, I'm going to chastise you, Cody, in your own way. I guess he's not a cigar fan. I guess he doesn't like prizes. Um but uh, he's a great dude. Um, just wish he paid attention to his fantasy lineup. Love you, Cody. Um, but, yeah, so it, it seems like Publix Grocery Loss Prevention is going to go ahead and take an L here. Yes. Um, but it doesn't matter so much for them because they were already at the bottom of that division, right? Um, if anything, this helps. Uh, who's his opponent? Uh, let's see. Uh, the McGillicuddy Hamaslamas, Seth. Seth, who is currently in third. He's going to get a win. And then he'll go seven and seven. And which, but that'll that'll lock him into third. Yeah, it will lock him into you know, third in his division. In yeah. his division. But that's enough to make it. It is. So, so if he paid attention, if he that wins, McGillicuddy Hamaslamas is going to make the playoffs. I think we can go I, ahead and say I'm that. I'm a firm believer Seth was going to make it for a while. Uh, he's had a pretty decent team overall. The always yeah. long shot, it seemed, was Carolina Panthers just because they – keep having playing people's best weeks with their best week. I don't know. It's nuts. And yeah. uh, they doesn't look, I don't know. Uh, David it, Gunn's probably going to get a lock. 
Chris so, is yeah, let, lot, I, so yeah, just, let's, yeah. let's talk about the other two teams because I was hoping that it was going to be a little tighter and a little bit more uh, interesting here at the end. But just now that I'm kind of looking at it, it mm-hmm. looks like a McGillicuddy Hamas Lamas win against public grocery loss will lock in the top three teams in that division at eight and five. So you have your, your playoff teams right there. Yep. So beyond that, um, well, we're going to be we're effectively looking at who gets the playoff slot. And it's funny because McGillicuddy Hamaslamas, if the other two teams, if Gunn loses and Loki Delta variant loses, McGillicuddy Hamaslamas goes from third up to first because of they their point the point four, right? Uh, I, we we did go by point four, so um, he he's ahead of them by a pretty good margin, like almost a damn hundred. Very unlikely that they'll they'll make up that difference, right? I'm not going crazy. That's one sixty four. Yep. Um, yeah, and then the next highest is one. Gun has 1,582. So, yeah, almost 80 points difference right there. Yep. Yeah, it's 60, 60, um, which is pretty a pretty big gap. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's potential there. So, like, let's check out uh, Gun and Loki Delta variants matchup because they're 8 and 5. Um, either one of them losing could put their playoffs – Seed one by at week. Dashed. Um, yeah. So um, let's take a peek at Gun. We need Carolina Manthers to put up some work. Uh, yeah. It looks like Gun versus Carolina Manthers is going in Gun's favor pretty heavily right now. Yeah. Um, they started the Steelers defense against Minnesota, and Minnesota just ran all yeah. over that defense. So they got none, zero points for that. Uh, not a great pick. The uh, day is early, and it looks like the projection is highly favoring the Najee Harris performance from the other night yeah. where he put up 25 well, points. He also has a tight end that's not playing. Ta- Dawkins, uh, Hawkinson's doubtful. He's a game-time decision. Yeah. He has Hunter Henry on by, which sucks because like, he's been a touchdown machine. I hope Seth uh, is paying attention. I Not Seth. Um, Jacob. Jacob is paying attention. Carolina Manthers. I hope he's keeping an eye on that situation because it would be nice to keep it interesting at 8-5. and five. But at the moment, at the moment, if Carolina Manthers doesn't address the uh, TJ Hawkinson situation and or his players do phenomenal because there's still time. Most of his players haven't played or are playing now. Right. Um, the, the Steelers put up zero, but like shit, the Saints could put up zero today for all <laughs> we know. Um, so I, there's still a potential there, but I, I think Gunn is potentially going to win that. I would bet on Gunn at this point. I think he's going to get his the buy. I think he's going to lock in at number it. one. He's going to earn it on the um, other side. So with that, I think it's just going to be an automatic kind of step in for Loki's Delta variant. Um, he looks like he's struggling, so he may drop a spot, but that really – that honestly would benefit – no, it wouldn't because he would play the highest-ranked person from our division, wouldn't he? Yeah. So that kind of puts him in a harder harder spot. Harder bracket. So, um, But it, it doesn't look like he's losing by any fault of his own. Again, I think the projections are still kind of just favoring the active players right now, and he still has a lot of unactive players that have – oh, no, he, he played Alexander Madison, mm-hmm. which wasn't – no, it was a bad call because David Cook was back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what his bench situation – oh, and he had Dalvin Cook. He oh, start him. shame. Shame, Chris. Shame. shame. You had Dalvin Cook – and you started Alexander Madison. Shame. 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 You deserve to lose. You, yeah, you should take this out even though you're going to be in the playoffs anyway. Congrats, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Stupid. I was hoping to get a little bit more time out of that. Uh, but, yeah, effectively, I think we're looking at our playoff competition. 
which is fine which is i'm okay with that and it, it, it all again it all kind of hung on uh seth mcgillicuddy hammer is with a win and it does look like he's gonna win uh not to speak too soon you know it could change it's um, fantasy but even if he loses that only of it means it's some that would only mean that um Seth would switch he, places yeah, with Chris, and he would have to play me the first week. Because yeah, I'm going to get number four. Well, I'm no, be no. Seed. If Seth loses, and either Carolina Manthers wins, which it may be, or Bidico Ballers. Let's check the Bidico Ballers. If Bidico Ballers wins, they don't have enough and points. Seth loses. Oh, you're right. They don't have enough you're points right, for him. Right, Seth's got right. more points by like a you're lot, right. like 200. You're right. You're right. I made that point earlier, and I forgot. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I got you. I was just looking. I was scraping for ways to make this more dramatic. And it's done, just, done, it's done. done. It's done. I'm going to go right. ahead and click the playoff bracket button. Yep. As it stands, if we just hold steady. Maxi gets the bye. Gun gets the bye. I go up against Seth, and you go up against Chris. I'm cool with that. Yeah, but that's if Maxi wins. If they lose, then they're gonna go down and end up either having to play Seth or Chris. Because yeah. if Chris loses, then him and Sw- Seth will switch places. It would be nice. I'm for sure locked in at four, and mm-hmm. then David Gun at two. Uh, I don't think. Um, yeah, unless David Gunn loses, but if he, which he's probably going to win, he and I are going to have the two like secured spots because I can't reach that other side yeah. of the bracket, so I'm going to be stuck over here. But that's okay. Yeah. Um. I, it's 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 always an interesting situation. I I, I would love the buy. I really would like to have a buy going into uh, that final week because Seth has. Chubba Hubbard, Joe Mixon, Aaron Rodgers, Jarvis Landry, Van Jefferson, uh, Pat Fryermuth for his tight end, which is, I think, more hit or miss, and James Conner, but not too worried there because uh, Chase Edmonds is coming back. And his bench isn't – oh, he has Jonathan Taylor. Fuck. Yep. JD. So, Joe Mixon, Jonathan Taylor, MVP. and Chubba Hubbard. Oh, goodness. I do not want to play McGillicuddy Hammerslammers. He's on the please. rise. He's on the rise. Seth is on the rise. Uh, please. Let's let's address it. I'm going to pray to the fantasy gods. But either way, I'm happy to make the playoffs. I'm proud of that. I can pat myself on the back. Congratulations to you as well. Um, congratulations to all the teams who are going to be making our playoffs this season. This is yeah. uh, friggin' awesome. Um, Good work, everybody. Yeah. Uh, happy last week of football. For regular people, if you didn't make it, <laughs> nerd. Yeah, uh, how did you? Let's uh, let's look at some overall season metrics because I, I think the regular season is going to be coming to a close. We'll 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 kind of revisit them later. Um, but l- let's go ahead and look at some of the things that have defined our league, right? So uh, the highest point scoring team, as we mentioned, was Team Magsy. They're currently at one eighty three one. I'm a close second to that, to one thousand seven hundred ninety five. And then Carolina Manthers is about 100 away at 1,707. So, uh, Maxie and I really did phenomenal this season. And the fact that we're so close and it could be the difference maker and who gets set by is uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with those two and performances. And the third highest scoring person is a person that is in seventh or eighth place currently. Yeah. And they, they just were playing people's best weeks. And that happens. That's fantasy. That happens, There's man. no better definition of that's fantasy than that specific, like, setting of mm-hmm. their win-loss total, points for, points against, and you're just like, man, dude, I just couldn't buy a win. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It, it's a shame, man. Um, shout out to Jacob, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, you played hard. You had a great team. Um, but you kind of just you got the fantasy dick. Yep. And that, that happens, man. That happens. Um, 
let's see. Uh, I, honorable mentions. I'm, you had a you had a pretty good year. You had one thousand six hundred twenty-seven. I started slow because remember I was trying to figure out a quarterback early on. Yeah, and, and that's a big point. And, uh, that's a big point. You know, uh, Jalen Waddle really emerging helped mm-hmm. me a lot. I picked him up early and was like, no, like I banked on Tua and then he got hurt, and so getting Jalen Waddle was like, you know, I'm just gonna hold on to this guy and see, and he's been, he's been an incredible Fantastic. pickup. Uh, so I'm really. It's funny because I'm rolling with like two rookie wide receivers. I have uh, both Jamar Chase and then Jalen Waddle, and I'm just like rookie, rookie wide receivers. Here we go. Like let's let's see how it works out. Yeah. And Eckler and Chubb have just been so good for me. Mm-hmm. Like I've had such a great running back duo. Miles um, Gaskin has been the most in and out player potentially ever. Like uh, I'm Gronk, you know, up and down. You've already heard me bitch and moan about Antonio Brown and how I hate him. And he's yeah. just undraftable forever now. Um, and uh, thank you, thank you, Joe Burrow. Yeah, just, Joe Burrow saved some people's you, fantasy seasons. Um, you, we, if you're an LSU fan, if or uh, an Ohio uh, high school fan, you were aware of this kid. He was fantastic, and he did great things for LSU. Uh, however terrible it may have costed us, um, but he's doing great things in the NFL now that he has has a team around him. Now that he's got a team around him, he can put up fantasy points. We have the iconic picture of Joe Burrow sitting in the Superdome smoking a cigar forever. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's where he's just like, I don't care. I just won a national championship. Yeah, that's, and you're like, yeah, you did. That's in, really the trophy. In Louisiana? Like, in, Louis, like, in the home. Superdome? At home? At home? At it's home. nuts. Oops. It's nuts. It may never happen again. Um, special shout out to Gunn, who will probably walk away with the middle of the pack score, but is going home with the top of his division. Call that the belt trophy, because yeah. you just held up held everything else up, buddy. You yeah, you job. were just holding it up, buddy. Mm-hmm. Holding it up. Um, everyone else, I'm not even going to bother, uh, nah. but we will go ahead and just address uh, the lowest scoring teams, which was the Fozzie Bears, obviously with a 1-12 record. Maybe 2-12 if they can beat Maxi in a, a final hurrah. Um, and then public grocery loss wasn't that far behind them with a 1,003-3-6. Um, and I think part of that may have been to do he stopped paying attention and was letting players yeah, put up zero points. Because otherwise it was Drolo and Emily didn't hang yeah, out down there. Yeah, the yeah. And they just had slow starts. They banked a little too much on the Raiders, and it just you know didn't work out. Um, it, it is what it is. Uh, let, let, I'm going to take a little – I'm sorry to pick on um, – Millie, uh, the Fozzie Bears team here, but I just want to take a look at her team and potentially see where things went wrong. Um, I don't know all of her moves, but I can definitely tell by her team. Uh, the best player she has is Aaron Jones, uh, who's like obviously a fir- your first round pick, but surrounding him, you got Jimmy G, Austin, uh, Walter, uh, who? She's got Tyler Lockett. Oh, that name. I've heard that name. Amari Cooper. Yep, know that name too. Dalton Schultz. Um, he's been pretty good. Yeah. And then Brandon Ayuk, who's uh, great, but just not used and kind of spotty in my opinion. Uh, really, that whole, that whole receiving core is spotty. Yeah, the 49ers are spotty. And um, the, not just them. I mean, her, her whole receiving core. Oh, Amari yeah. Cooper <laughs> is in and out. Uh, you definitely – I would never bang on him. I don't draft him. Tyler Lockett's another one. Like, yeah, he's great four weeks out of the year. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I don't want, she, she's clearly keeping up with the game. Thank she, you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Millie, for keeping up with the game. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Very for honorable caring. mention. You cared. Uh, I'm sorry. It just wasn't your year in fantasy. She's doing great in the other league for money though. Yeah. So I, I guess she's got her priorities straight there. Um, so yeah, uh, sorry, Millie, but like, I guess you just didn't pick the right pieces. None of them could like cobble together their best any given week together. And it just. Petered out, out, man. Petered out. out. Um, so sorry there. Um, 
so yeah that's kind of as, as least as far as the uh, point totals go uh, that's what we got going on there. I just want to take a quick look at against just to see who had the hardest time to get there. And it was the Fozzie Bears. <laughs> and the Fozzie Bears had the most points against on oh. top of being the low, one of the lowest. Kind of the lowest. Oh, yeah. That was, that was. Oh, what an ass. I'm so sorry, Millie. You definitely got the short end of the stick this year. She had 1,792, which is well over 100 more than the next closest person, which is me. I had the hardest second. I had the second hardest like good schedule. Apparently, it was very rough wow. So yeah, I, I'm proud of myself again. Big pat on the back. If I can take the number one and have the highest points for and highest points against, because that's what it would be. It would. Um, no, I don't know. I don't think I could catch up with Millie I, and second highest points against. Mm-hmm. Highest points for second highest against, dude. I, that's a good fantasy season. Uh, I would like to thank all the people who came and voted <laughs> and helped me manage <laughs> and run this team. Your picks for waivers made this. So, uh, yeah, go go Team Hideaway. Go Lambs of Goodell. Thank you to everyone who helped ship in and make that team what it is in whatever weird, fun way uh, that you could. Um, so, yeah, I, I just wanted to give an honorable mention there. Um, our bartender, uh, Emily. Had a hard time as well. Uh, she had a lot of points against her. It's very clear um, she didn't understand football. But, you know, with that, you know, if her schedule wasn't Married. so hard, she might have done a little better, you know. <laughs> Too shit. And given her division. I just like to talk shit. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just like to talk shit. Yeah. Uh, and given her division, Married. I don't think she would have made the playoffs anyway. We, 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 we were, were very good. We, good. we were very good. Very we good. were a big part of that. Yes. Points against. So sorry, you guys. I'm yeah, not anybody sorry. who was in our division probably got their ass Xanadu is, of course, a trollo in our division. Uh, Maxi, actually, in our division, it looks uh, other than you. You and you and Team Maxi had, I don't want to say easy, but like y'all were the bottom third. I'm not mad at that. No, I mean that's great. That's great. That means I pulled out wins when I needed to. Yeah, yeah, you, you were winning in clutch situations. In my other league, same thing. I'm like one of the lowest points for, but like just the moves I would make oh, that week would just overtake whoever I was playing. I'd be and lucky. Fucking. Gun Gun has the second lowest points again, so he's had the easiest trip to get easiest. into the playoffs on top of having the lowest points possible to get there. <laughs> hey, bro, I feel that. Dude, I <laughs> love Gun's team. I, if if David if Gun wins this, I'm not gonna complain. It, it, this is the most like he's got Najee Harris uh, on that team. What it is, partner? Like yeah. I, I buckled up. <laughs> Justin Abears is quarterback. That's yeah. a that's a good quarterback. He's got a, he's got a decent little team here, man. Like I'm not I'm not afraid of this team, but like. This is sneaky good, man. Yeah. Najee Harris, Devontae Adams, Justin a- Herbert, David Montgomery on his flex, dude. Oh, man. That's... I think I called him A-Bear again. My bad. Yeah, Herbert. I'm sorry. I do it every yeah. time. Justin um, Herbert. His bench is uh, a little something. Uh, Devontae Smith is the only thing on his bench that really catches my eye. So he's very top-heavy if any of these players go down. If Najee Harris gets, like, pulled because, like, hey, this, why would the Steelers risk injuring him? It, it, same with Montgomery um, or Devontae Adams. Like, you know. I guess what I'm getting at is the playoffs for actual football teams could affect fantasy in a plethora of ways. It's risky to be this top heavy. Risky business. Uh, but at the same time, it looks like Gun just is like getting by by the strings of his boots or whatever well, weird saying you want to Sometimes you make. get less snow on this side of the fence. Yeah, so huge shout out to Gun for pro- being the most like, here you go, welcome to the playoffs, like, no work you know, necessary. He's a, he's he, he put in the work, but like man, <laughs> like talk about hey, C's talk get degrees, about baby. luck, baby. C's get degrees. Talk about luck. I love it. I love it. So um, I, I think those are, are going to be our shout outs. Again, we'll kind of revisit these next week. Uh, this is kind of just a preliminary um, look at um, the breakdown. 
is, of course, how well your players did on their team each week, which I think is kind of a bunk uh, metric. Because, like, if a player puts up 50 points for your fantasy team, but the team loses, like, why should that count against any metrics for the person managing that I, team? If anything, that should be like a, hey, you knew that team was going to lose and that guy was going to ball. Yeah, I agree. So I, I don't like that metric that NFL does, but I, I guess I understand it. And so they keep track of it. Um, I did really good. Basically, it kind of it, it more or less mirrors the rankings. Is I mean points for. Oh well, that would make sense. Um, it's very close. Um, so well, I, I'm not going to touch on that too much. You know, who is the most consistent person for your team all year? Yeah, and that kind of factors into uh, the next metric, which is the coach metric that they give you, and that is the differential between the optimal lineup and the uh, lineup that you played. Okay. So that would be like, okay, you played your best. You put your best foot forward every week, right? Yeah. That's effectively the mentality. Uh, and uh, as a, I'm ragging on Gunn, he, of course, has the, he, he the put highest. his best foot forward. So he literally did his best, squeaked by, and everyone else did terrible <laughs> against him. So uh, shout out to Gunn. I love you. Great team. Um, and he, between his most optimal lineup and um, – what he went with over the season, it's only negative 137, yeah. which is incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. So he only missed out on 130 points. That's less than 10 points a game on his bench. So uh, that's that's a, fantastic. That's good, that's good coaching. That's there. good coaching. Um, I'm proud of I came in at 210. Oh, mine must be real bad. Y- years, you're I towards did. the bottom. Hey, good thing I made some points up. But, but hey, man, that, that means you have the points there. Yep. You exactly got right. the points there to it's potentially Miles do Gaskin, better. Because every week I put him in, he sucks. Every week I bench him, he does great. Yeah. Um, and as I was uh, fearing McGillicuddy Hammer Slammers, I will also mention that they have a pretty – um, high, I, or lo, I, how would you phrase this? Low, low differential. Okay. They have a pretty big differential. Um, so that means he had a lot of points on his bench but they that, didn't he, play. that didn't play him. So that kind of scares me even more because he's going to, he's going to be in the playoffs if he wins. And then he has like, he's got a team looming there. He's I'm not excited inter- about getting that. Interesting, getting interesting. Um, Magsy also will, will go ahead and mention they had a very, very big uh, differential here. So they left a lot of points on the bench and that's, I think a testament to how well they drafted. They had a very powerful team at the beginning and it's kind of like, I think petering out here at the end, but yep. That we'll also see. plays into them not playing the right people. And I think they could have gone undefeated. And I think this metric right here shows that they probably could have if they have just played it right. I'm not going to take the time to go back and look I and see. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, there's that. And then this is my favorite breakdown. Um, it's an aggregate of all of the breakdowns. It's the true breakdown. And, of course, I'm number one, maybe. So that's why it's my favorite. Uh, but yeah, this one I, I, again also very much uh, mirrors the actual rankings. It's uh, me, Magsy, Gun, uh, Carolina Panthers, and you at the top, and then of course Publix Grocery Loss, Fozzie Bears, Boner Thumbs, and Drillo at the bottom. I so, guess we'll can pat Manthers on the back for being able to beat me in all of those rankings. But guess who's going to the playoffs? Well, me. their division was so wackadoo, so, tough. so, so tough. wackadoo, so tough. Um, so. That's really all I had uh, planned as far as, like, talking about it. Um, next week, we are, of course, going to discuss, like, our superlatives. Okay. We'll, we'll address, like, the playoffs round one, who ended up matching up with who. Cause, uh, we'll, it's and important. We'll, we'll get there by way of recapping week 14, which we always do. Um, so we'll talk about who's in the playoffs, acknowledge that. 
Um, and then uh, we're, we're also going to do the superlatives, which is going to loop around on what we just kind of did here. Best of. We'll maybe give out some prizes. I yeah. don't know. We'll figure something out. But we're going to acknowledge our season best. Uh, we kind of gave you a taste of it today. That was just a warm-up because next week it actually matters. Uh, we're just putting our eyes on it because, uh, you know, what else are we going to talk about? Um, so, yeah, that, that that's more or less the end of what I got. So we uh, end the episode, uh, of course, every week with our defensive kicker, defensive special team and kicker pick of the week as well as a segment by Joel. But uh, let's, uh, let's do uh, the defense and pick, pick of the week. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Well, I mean – I'll go. I'll go first. Okay. We'll uh, Joel does the work. defense. I do the kickers. Uh, Joel, my us. defense pick of the week is the Packers this week. They're Ooh. playing the Bears on primetime, and Aaron Rodgers is a a bouse on primetime. I just don't think that he owns the Bears. He beats mm-hmm. them more than any other team gets beat. Maybe other than like Tom Brady and the Jets or Tom Brady and Buffalo. Like yeah. Aaron Rodgers absolutely destroys the Bears, and it's primetime. It's, it's, it's primetime Aaron Rodgers. I just. I think that defense is starting to kind of figure it out. They've been middle of the pack all year, um, but this is the time now. So, And they're playing against a really beat-up, terrible Chicago team. I like that assessment, and um, much like all the recent defensive picks, I agree with that. Is uh, You've been on a hot streak. That's, I hope so I'm, like, I'm, I'm uh, We right. talked about it earlier. I don't so. like picking teams that have already played, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that the Cowboys' defense has been so good, the Chiefs have been so good. But, yeah, I'm, I've been on a hot streak. I'm trying not to lose it now. I think I'm like 6-for-6 six six or 7-for-7 seven seven the past few. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so go Pat. All right. And, of course, uh, my pick of the week is Justin Tucker. Let me make sure he's not on a bye week. They play the Browns this week. Okay. He's I not believe. on a bye. Uh, so, Justin Tucker, of course, is my pick of the week. Um, he is the greatest kicker of all time, and he is already put up five points this week. So, um, you know, that's enough for a kicker any given week, and the game's not even halfway over. It's true. Uh, it's so, true. thank you, Justin Tucker. Uh, for making me look 100% right 99% of the time. Um, all right, and we'll finish it, of course, with um, That Is Whack. That's Whack. Um, my That's Whack is sad this week. Oh. It's Demaryius Thomas. It's so oh, – what yeah. happened to him is so whack. I yeah. feel so bad for her. everyone that, like, knew him and loved him and, and drafted him and had – you know, he was a part of, like, maybe your life. Like, I know I had him a few years in a row, especially yeah. when he was with, uh, like – Peyton Manning and scoring touchdowns left and right and so like I have a like a weird soft spot because of football for that and he was such a good person and did a lot with his life so uh, him just tragically passing at 33 you know like I'm 33 that's I mean that's just so I, I don't know what happened I'm not trying to blame anybody but yeah normally my that's why I was aggressive this one I was just like yeah. man I, just, I gotta talk about it because he meant like a lot to me you know, like I won a championship he was on my roster you know, oh, like yeah. I was a big fan of Demers. If you were a Denver Broncos fan at all, like you have the Tim Tebow beating the Pittsburgh Steelers pass in the pro- in the playoffs, to, like yeah. win a playoff game. What was like, that Emmanuel Sanders and? It was uh, Demaryius Thomas, Thomas and Emmanuel yeah, Sanders. Yeah, that was that squad. Well, that, yeah, that was yeah, the squad. Yeah, that was a duo t- with, yeah. t- with Tim Tebow. And then, you know, Peyton Manning comes in and they win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, just uh, rest in peace, Demaryius Thomas. Uh, you were a great player, a great person. And um, what happened is whack. Yeah, dude. Uh, rest in peace to Marius Thomas. Um, yeah, I agree. I had him on fantasy teams. He, I, I, I would have to go back to look to see if I won anything because of him. But yeah, it was. Uh, he was definitely a, a recent uh, memory in fantasy football. Recent player. Uh, so it's weird to lose him at such an early, quick age. Uh, it sounded like it was complications from like some injury. I think not even related to football. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think early deaths. That's whack. That's whack. That's whack. Sucks. All right. 
Sorry to end it on a low note. This has been the Hideaway Fantasy League. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow us at No Sports Pod on all social media platforms. And uh, if you're listening to this, you already know how to find the podcast. So thanks. Bye. <laughs>